1: welcome to the busted open podcast this is the busted open podcast you can listen to the full show monday through saturday from 9 a.m to noon eastern on sirius xm fight nation channel 156
2: yeah welcome in pro wrestling fans here on a saturday it's time for the podcast Edition of Busted Open Radio here on a Saturday. I'm Ryan McKinnell. Got Andreas Hale along for the ride. And on today's episode of Busted Open, we take a look at the main roster debut of the newest member of the Bloodline, Solo Sikoa, in the main event of SmackDown. What does that mean for the future? Speaking of the future, what do we have in store with Sami Zayn right now? He is one of the most entertaining characters on television. So we take a look back through the annals of history and talk about our favorite fun gimmicks of years past. And it wouldn't be a Saturday edition of Busted Open if we didn't give you the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. That's right, weekly winner coming your way. We're coming your way. All you got to do is sit back, relax, and click play. Let's get it going. Busted Open on Saturday. Let's get into Solo Sokoa because really, last night, Dre, I felt like the show was about Solo. It was his coming out party. Obviously, you saw him at clash at the Castle, where he intervened in that main event and uh, you know pulled the hood back and, and made his... a you know made his, uh, essentially his main roster debut, albeit brief. Uh, now we got the match last night on Friday Night SmackDown in the main event. Uh, also, we were talking about Sami Zayn. He put his body on the line gets the bloodline. as He saved Solo from a uh, Claymore from Drew McIntyre. But uh, what did you think? Just surface level, base level. What did you think about the package, the delivery, even the match of Solo Sokoa in his main roster debut last night, Dre? Right?
0: I mean, I think he's perfect. He's the first true caller from NXT 2.0, but he's yeah. one of those guys that I saw, and we've seen him in Vegas work. Yeah. Um, we've seen him in the indie circuits work. He was always ready for this. So yeah. as soon he just fit right in. There it was, was just timing. No, yeah, no learning curve. Like yeah. he he and I mean he fits the mold. He he has a little bit of a different look with the blonde hair, but he still looks like an Uso. He's good on the microphone, he's great on the stick, and he can work. Everything that I saw there was perfect. They should they should orbit around him for a bit because he's going to be a major player. He's not going to be a flunky of the bloodline. I think he's going to eventually, either he's going to have to deal with Gunther or he's going to have to deal with somebody to try to get his hands on some gold because that guy, is, he's got it. He's got it. He's the younger brother by about eight years, uh, which is a good thing that they can play into the little brother role because eventually, yeah. you know, they was like, oh, he was jealous of his brothers. They're Planting seeds, long, 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 long term. Nothing's going to happen right now, but yeah. Yeah. Little brothers have a lot to prove.
2: Oh, right. There's like, especially, especially in a family, of psychopaths, right. Or athletes or whatever their brand is. And I think they're both right. Like the bloodline are violent individuals, but they're also athletes with backgrounds steeped in more traditional, you know, realms and athletics. Like you could tell the story of story of solo Sokoa from the standpoint of you've always been playing catch up. Now is my time. I'm the one of one I'm the one-of-ones, whatever you want to call it. Like there's, <laughs> I'm just saying there's a lot of cool taglines and a lot of cool stories. You can, and to your point that you can branch out with Solo Sokoa and you look at the billing, main events, closing down Clash at the Castle, they know what they got.
0: They do they know what they got. Yeah, it was absolutely time to bring him up. There was no need to waste, you know, spinning his wheels in NXT 2.0 was unnecessary. There's a couple yeah. guys that, that were there that you were like, mm, Carmelo Hayes, Solo Sokoa were two guys right off the top. I was like, they they don't need to be there. They're they're they could fill a void right now. And as soon as I saw Solo at Clash at the Castle, I was like, all right. This is good, and then I saw him. You know the way he was featured prominently throughout SmackDown. I was like, "This is great. They have a great opportunity with this man. Uh, he'll be special."
2: Yeah, and and also he r- arrives at the right time. I think this is just about perfect from a booking standpoint of Solo Sokoa. Like if you go back two years, right, and you're making out long-term plans for, I, I guess I think we're all still holding on to the hope that it's going to be the Rock and Roman Reigns at at WrestleMania. So if you knew you were building to that two years ago. I'd love to think, and I don't know, like the Sami Zayn feels more of like something that they didn't know was gonna work, and then they just saw it a couple of times and they continued on with it. I think solo Sokoa is one of those stories that they knew they were gonna tell, they knew how they were gonna tell it, they knew when they were gonna tell it, and it was one of those all right, well, we're gonna have Roman run for a year and a half or whatever the case may be, assuming that he's healthy and yada yada yada, and then we're gonna need to bring in solo to spice things up. Now they did that with Sammy, he added an extra element of comedy and a more, you know, an entertaining, watchable element. And, and especially when the bloodline was starting to slow down, and I don't want to say get stale, but just starting to slow down, starting to need a little bit of a facelift. Sammy brought that in. Now we're getting that with Solo Sokoa. I feel like he comes in at the perfect time. And if this is going to be that little that little, that little, little wrinkle that carries us into WrestleMania or helps us, you know, bide our time between The Rock and Roman Reigns, which, again, I think we hope is going to be happening, uh, Solo Sokoa arrives. Really, for me, Dre, at the perfect time.
0: Yeah, and more importantly, it adds that element now. When Roman's gone, Solo can work singles matches. So you got the Usos holding that that undisputed gold, but you need somebody else that can work singles matches with some of the talent. Roman obviously is not going to be on every show. So you put Solo Sokoa out there, who's kind of like the enforcer, and he'll be that guy and it only raises his prominence even more by being featured in the bloodline it's all been very well done hey everyone this is Kirk Morris this is Greg McElroy, and this is Nate Burleson with the 2020 NFL season finally upon us we're excited to announce three new NFL podcasts from Sirius XM on total coverage we'll explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results on Inside the Pocket we will go under the helmet for all the quarterbacks in the NFL and on 17 weeks Jamal Adams Emmanuel Sanders and Eric Ebron will discuss the latest NFL stories straight from the locker room
1: new episode Episodes of all three podcasts will be available every week on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I always talked about this prior to, 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 to this era, this new era that we're living in. And the listeners, uh, I think, are, are aware of this. People that especially listen on the weekend and, you know, deal with me every single weekend, Dre. But I, I've said it about Sami Zayn. He's he's like in terms of like bad booking, he's he's Teflon. Like you 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 whatever you put him in throughout the history of his WWE career, even if it wasn't they had the most meat on the bone, he overperformed to the point to where I don't think I've ever not enjoyed Sami Zayn. Being on my television, and he's one of the best pro wrestlers in the world. Like Kevin Owens said it in that promo. He's like, You forgot you're one of the best ever. And I agree with that. Sami Zayn, El Generico, whatever you want to call him, dude, is butter in the ring. He can wrestle any style. He can give you a match of the year. You were talking about Sheamus with the gloves off against Gunther, right? Sami Zayn can blow everybody on that roster just about out of the water. And to and to know that and to still Watch him and be, you know, entertained by him, knowing that it speaks volumes to what he is as an entertainer, not just a pro wrestler.
0: I know we've always been very critical of Vince McMahon's WWE, but there is the entertainment aspect of it that he has been good at. And the the
2: larger than life, the pomp and circumstance, making things feel a little bit bigger and better. And the production, you're you are absolutely correct.
0: Yeah, and it's and somebody like Sami Zayn as El El Generico, I don't think he would have got to be, have this kind of character and individual development outside of WWE.
2: and 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 there's a place for everything there is a place for comedy and we've seen that throughout the history of pro wrestling now this is a question that i'm going to throw to you but i also want to throw it out to the busted open nation dre and and as we talk about you know Sami Zayn and how enjoyable he is it got me thinking about all-time enjoyable gimmicks fun gimmicks funny gimmicks if you will stories that have been told throughout the history of pro wrestling and uh, i i just again i don't have all the answers i am not an encyclopedia like dave lagreca i think the last time that i really felt this like when something was just so ridiculous and maybe i didn't like it at the beginning or understand it but it came full circle i brought it off to kick off the show i brought it up excuse me to kick off the show our truth and little jimmy and his feud with john cena back in what was it like 2012 2013 whatever it was but that that's one of those ones that stands out at least in terms of the last 10 years
0: would say you one of my favorite gimmicks that shouldn't have worked and did recently in terms of fun was Damian Mizdow. Oh, that was
2: really good. Damian Sandow and the Miz, when they <laughs> teamed up and they were feeding off of each other, you know what? That's, that's right up there.
0: I mean, he would, he would take the bumps when Miz would take a bump. Yeah. Or he, like, tried to mimic. the. It was so unintentionally good because it, it shouldn't have had any legs on it. And then it no, felt like with- one
2: of those things that was just thrown together to bide some time because they didn't have anything for him and a, a lack of creative.
0: Yeah. And, and he made it work and yeah. it was great. And it went so far as he won money in the bank. Like it was Damien Mizdow was incredible. One of my favorite gimmicks. And I don't know if it's, it's if we're going to call it fun, but I loved it. And it, to this day, I slap my gum in the air because of it is Mr. Perfect. Uh, yeah. F- I
2: wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it was a, a, a funny gimmick, but the, you know what? With Heenan tied by there and some of the stuff they used to do in terms of the overtopness. I you know what, Dre, dude, I, I think you can almost put it in there,
0: dude. The segments, him throwing the, the football to himself. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, the, the those those Mr. Perfect they, they were incredible because I watched AWA as a kid and I knew who Kurt Henning was. And when he yeah. came as a kid, when I saw him in WWE, W-A, I was like, The hell is this Mr. Perfect nonsense? The minute I saw him throw a football to himself and it was just and then slap the gum, I have been slapping my gum for all of these years because of Mr. Oh, I, was, uh, I, was saying, I wonder how
2: many people just chew gum so they can be Mr. Perfect, right? Like they don't even like gum, but they just like playing with the gum and doing dumb shit with it. I'm sure there's some people out there like the legacy of Kurt Hedding slash
0: Mr. Perfect is still felt to this day. Incredible. I, and I'll give you two more. One, again, is funny, but he was a heel. Ravishing Rick Rude.
1: R- yeah? Dude,
0: Rick Rude just drilling the crowd when he came out. He'd find the city, figure it out, san francisco sweat hogs and they'd pan to the women like swooning over him and he oh yeah them. you can't do none of the shit rick rude did back then today but it was incredible like when he feuded with jake roberts had jake roberts face on his crotch hey,
2: hey okay speaking of crotches and oiled up dudes uh where do you put val Venis? In the pantheon of 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 ridiculously funny gimmicks because i mean that was the oh, attitude man. era he was a he was an adult at entertainment actor that came over to wwf that shit was raunchy but it was also bro you grew up in that time you were going to yeah. school when i was going to school like the hello ladies i mean it was super inappropriate Fuck, it wouldn't fly today I mean, but come on that's man the there.
0: godfather the godfather uh, him yeah. and the godfather i mean the top, top trade <laughs> You can't do none of this shit today <laughs> oh i'll leave you I'll, I'll leave you with one more and it's actually today orange cassidy oh hey bro boom nail on the head absolutely on, orange yep. cassidy is incredible i've watched orange cassidy great call great in call GCW, in the indies and people was like that shit ain't gonna work because i was like he's small but he can wrestle
2: yeah how you and like he- me now how, how you like me now
0: look his match with will osprey unbelievable
2: banger and he you know what's great about that uh we talked about Hennig going into perfect and all the, right like he didn't need to change shit nothing orange cassidy has been orange cassidy from the jump
0: he's he i've got i've got old footage of, of shows that when i this is years ago i followed mgf around at wrestlemania weekend. i remember that I, yeah i, was I spent that the weekend da- with was, that, was that dallas uh it was new york oh, kofi okay. mania weekend so oh, i okay. spent i spent the weekend with mgf i'll tell that story another time because it was crazy well, I remember I, I
2: don't want to cut you off, but I remember when that was happening. I remember you texting us in the group chat and you were just like, dude, this dude never
0: breaks character. Never. <laughs> like He's just always on the the sort of it was like he when I got to New York, he had texted me. He was like, hey, I'm staying at my mom's house. You want to stay? I got an extra room. You can stay with me at my mom's <laughs> house. And I was like, yo, is this guy ribbing me? I yeah, did Right, know- right, right. Walking into the Hornets nest. <laughs> yeah, I was like, nah, I'm good, man. I got a hotel. I was like, I'm not staying with you. But I went, one of his matches, he was working Orange Cassidy. Okay. And, and it was just like, some people were like, who the hell is this guy? And I, and I was, and I think I texted the group and I was like, yo, this guy is ridiculous. His chain yeah. wrestling is unbelievable. Yep. He just doesn't give a fuck. Like, he cares nothing about what's going on. And now we see him on our TV every week and yep. he's got Jane. I'm like, yo, he's one of the best gimmicks in pro wrestling. He's fantastic and hilarious. What about Team Hell No? Kane oh. and Daniel Bryan. That has to be there, right? That was great. The the therapy sessions? Yes. That was that was, was that Who was that doctor? Who was that doctor? They cuz they tried to use that doctor again for Bailey and Sasha. Yeah. When they revisited, it wasn't the same, but Daniel Bryan and Kane, that that worked. That worked really well. It, and that was one of those ones that I feel
2: like they weren't sure like it was almost like it was just thrown together. I don't know if they knew exactly what was going to be on the horizon with team hell. No. And that turned into one of the most enjoyable gimmicks of the last decade. Like you still, I mean, when that gets brought up, people, I mean, they smile, man. Just like when you bring up Sammy Zayn, you smile. When you bring up team hell. No, that was just, you didn't know you needed it until it was there. And then you needed more of
0: it. Yeah. And it's one of those, it's one of those things where it's like, they got put in that situation. It's like, all right, let's just make the most of this. And as fans, we were watching like, why the hell did Daniel Bryan and Kane together? And then as time progressed, we were like, oh, this makes perfect sense. Making the most out of a bad situation. Because I couldn't look at that situation it was like, yeah, this is going to work. They yeah. made it. What about uh, the Rock and Sock connection? I feel like, I mean, they were
2: serious. And I mean, Mick Foley isn't, you know, Mick Foley is Mick Foley. But the chemistry that the Rock and
0: Mick had, I thought that definitely bears mentioning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty much anything the Rock does. And I yeah. understand the note on the Rock, which is not even a gimmick, it's just a human being at this point. Yeah how about his him in the hurricane
2: the hurricane was one you have to bring up yeah that was really well done also i mean yeah foley the hurricane yeah man foley hurricane and rock all in that orbit again all products of you you couldn't put them in bad booking they would just
0: overcome it no what's up with that <laughs> <laughs> it was it was gr- it was good television again yeah. it was it was a silly gimmick and they made it work Santino Morella at points was very fun. Oh,
2: funny. you know what? Santino does bear mentioning. There were times where I didn't like it. I think it was where they placed the snake and they did all that. Like, sometimes I just didn't always yeah. feel like it fit. But for the most part, Santino Morella. Abs- actually, a- when you talk about all-time ridiculous gimmicks and fun gimmicks, I think he would have to be in the top 10 because, I mean, that was pretty much his entire career that that, that was his thing in the WWE. And he and he wore
0: it well. He, he made it work. The man yep. came in. Went over on Umaga. Like, got, as a got, fan. Got, the, got those bags. Yep. And then, you know, he ran off. He was in the Divas <laughs> division oh, for a God, hot second. I remember that. It, he Just... made it work. It was good. That, oh. that
2: was a Vince call. Uh, of course it was. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, God. You know what, though? No one did stupid better than Vince, and I mean that as a compliment. In terms of the like slapstick, because we were talking about pies and slipping on banana peels and all that dumb shit and farts, like you know, it has its place. And you know, when he, it, 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 as long as it was, it as long as it was handled carefully, and it wasn't all the time when that
0: shit did happen, you know, I, it brings a smile to my face. And Vince, Vince, knew the slapstick. I mean, come on, man, busted open family. Mark Henry with oh. May Young and May Young How giving the birth f- to the hand.
2: How the. F- I'm I'm really disappointed in myself. Come, Come on, man. that's our guy. That's the world's strongest man. Like that is that is all-time in terms of slapstick ridiculous dumb shit that we talk about and smile about 20 years later absolutely freaking
0: lootly. <laughs> Not just Mark with May, but Mark with China? Mark with China? Yeah, Bro- Mark with China. Where? <sighs> Shout out to Mark Henry. Shout out to Mark Henry. He had to do all this crazy <laughs> shit. When you, and the last one for me, uh, when you speak of China, I think of Eddie Guerrero. Oh, yes. Yes,
2: absolutely. And sister. Eddie, and, and bro, Eddie, and whether he was serious, whether he was, even when he was super serious, he still had the ability and that the, the ability to bring the levity and the humor. What a special, special talent that man was.
0: Yeah, and could wrestle his face off. Well, just like just like just incredible. Yeah. But he was able to bring levity to any situation. Dude, his boot came off against Kurt Angle at WrestleMania, and he won via small package. And we popped like crazy. He made Bad
1: Hey, everyone. This is Kirk Morrison. This
0: is Greg McElroy, And this is Nate Burleson. With the 2020 NFL season finally upon us, we're excited to announce three new NFL podcasts from SiriusXM. On Total Coverage, we'll explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. On Inside the Pocket, we will go under the helmet for all the
1: quarterbacks in the NFL.
0: And on 17 weeks, Jamal Adams, Emmanuel Sanders, and Eric Ebron will discuss
1: the latest NFL stories straight from the locker room. New episodes of all three podcasts will be available every week on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts.
0: The landscape
2: of pro wrestling is evolving, which means more options for fans.
1: So many activities. What What was the best show this week? You ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted
2: Open Weekly Winner. It's right, weekly Winner time here on a Saturday weekend edition of Busted Open. I'm Ryan McKinnell. That is Andreas Hale. Dre, before we get into weekly Winner, we were talking all-time fun entertaining gimmicks we didn't even get into ecw big dick dudley and some of the stuff that we saw from ecw bubba ray with the stutter when he came on the scene shark boy bro someone just hit me up on twitter and brought up shark boy i want to get the name right it was a great name for someone tweeting us luke lucha donchick lucha (laughs) donchick like luchador but luca with yeah, so shout out to a uh, luch out there, but yeah, Shark Boy, man. There's that I love the idea of that conversation because pro wrestling isn't all blood and guts. It's all not you know Undertaker chucking mankind off the top of the Hell in the Cell or the acolytes or you know
0: like this is uh, there's room for everything in this business. There is, man. You got to have some levity and you got to have some fun. Like yep. it, the best characters are well-rounded individuals with a sense of humor. Yep. So it, it works. And yes, Shark Boy was. Sharkboy was pretty goddamn funny.
2: Yeah. At different points. Absolutely. Now, as we bring some levity to the conversation, let's get serious. No more jokes. Okay. That's not true, but
0: it's uh, no, not true.
2: No, it's not true. It's never true. Uh, but, but we do have to pick the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. We're going to start on Monday and run through the list and get to what we liked. But I go back to what we say. And for now, for, for about a month right now, uh, Dre, in the, the, the introduction of this triple H era, the shows on the main roster have been just so much more enjoyable. And I, and I think it really starts with, again, in-ring storytelling, which I, I feel like has been a focal point of the last month, and which was what made, for me, Weekly winners such a tough decision every Saturday. And it really is, like, I'm nice. leaning dynamite probably right now but I I'm dead ass. Like it could absolutely change over the course of the next eight or nine minutes as we go through. And I start re through my head and hearing like your perspective. I'm, I'm kind of an open book. I feel like as we head into weekly winter here and we start on Monday, which again has been an absolute banger of a show. I, 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 the, the matches matter, but also you were coming off a of clash at the castle and we finally got the Dominic Mysterio heel turn and Poppy Rhea is out there doing her thing man it is just uh it's a plus shit
0: it is it is it, dude oh my god i've been begging for the dominic mysterio yeah. hero time for so long yeah. i didn't I don't necessarily i'm not a huge fan of him being in judgment day i just wanted a few with his dad but whatever but but but, but 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 if it goes through the
2: lens of rhea ripley who is just i mean the idea that a woman can manipulate through her her womanly ways and her beauty and her influence, right? Rhea has all of that. And then she's just a bad motherfucker, right? Like, so like she could physically intimidate you. She can intimidate you and sway you with her beauty. I like the idea of where that can go. Like I, I, I it's tied to the judgment day, but I feel like it's more about Rhea and is more than it is the actual judgment day. I feel like this is more of a
0: Rhea Dom story. Let's keep it a book. Rhea Ripley okay. is the leader of judgment day. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> not Finn, not Damien. Oh. This is Rhea's faction. A plus plus, one hundred percent. She's a side. Yeah, and I I love it. So yeah, that w- that was great. Look, I also love the handling of Dexter Loomis. Oh. The shot of the the, the cage. cage shot of him the laying. Oh yes. my god! Yeah, so well done. So well done. I will say though, Raw was entertaining. It wasn't one of their best Raws in this the Triple H era, but it was still mm-hmm. good. It was still good. I mean, you're coming off a of Clash of the Castle. Obviously, the return of Braun Strowman. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah i well
2: here's the thing like i'm always lukewarm i've always been lukewarm on braun it's for me it's always been how he's been booked and and what type of dance partner does he have because i and again it's it's i'm not you know dragging anybody who's a massive you know Uh, fan of Braun Strowman. I, I I guess I'm just, I don't have a strong opinion on him. I'm just kind of whatever. I feel like he's better used. I, maybe it's for me. Like, I feel like he's kind of got that Batman voice. Remember like when Christian Bale would do the Batman it was like, tell me where he's at. And it was just like, it didn't really fit him. Sometimes when Braun cuts a promo and I felt that a little bit on Monday, like when he talks, it feels a little bit forced. It's small nitpicking. I know a lot of people were excited to have him back. I I was just kind of whatever with Braun's return. I am with you on that.
0: Yeah, and I mean it was perfectly, you know, uh emphasized as he botches his train, <laughs> he trips and falls. I was like, Well, that's the Braun showman that we know. <laughs> um, but it's 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 fine. I mean, yeah, if he's flipping yeah. over cars and ambulances, that's cool. I don't know right. what the endgame is. I feel like it's a collision course, maybe with Bobby Lashley at some point. I don't know. But uh, there with that, that could be cool. But yeah, I thought Raw overall was a good show. Yep. Um could be my weekly winner, but let's keep talking.
2: Yeah, it it, it on a <sighs> yeah. It, again, oh, also from, from Monday, uh, Owens and Austin Theory?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's Kevin Owens, man. He's, I know. He's, but he's amazing.
2: I feel like that bears mentioning because that was probably my favorite, uh, one of my favorite moments outside of Ray and, and Rhea and the continuation with that story. You're not Ray, uh, Dominic, yeah. um, and the continuation with that story, Owens and, and Austin. Uh, I'm excited to see where that goes. And and anytime Kevin Owens is on my screen, uh, I'm excited. Deep freaking Tuesday, man. NXT is is increasingly up in the ante and getting back to some semblance of what we saw before the 2.0 yeah. era kicked off. Speaking of the 2.0 era, I don't, I know Tuesday, like we're setting up for the one year anniversary of 2.0 and they're talking about celebrating it. I don't need to kill it. Kill, it, Kill it, yeah, celebrate, it. Celebrate it by murdering <laughs> NXT 2.0 on Tuesday. I want to see black and gold, everything. I want to see violence. I want to see old heads show up and reinstill the,
0: the, I don't know, the brand, man. The brand was strong. Let's get back to that. Yeah, again, is Triple H coming home? Is like, who, who, who moved my shit? And he completely messed up the NXT room. Like he oh. walked into the NXT room was like the TV's gone, the beds on the on the ceiling. Like what the fuck happened in here? No,
2: they, de- they demolished a historic house that from like the 1900s and replaced it with like a Walmart.
0: Yeah, it's NXT. Uh, it's getting better, obviously. Yes, yes. Seeing yes. Ricochet work. I mean, obviously, the Trick Williams match and <laughs> Carmelo Hayes who was a star. Money, money money, ca- money, 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 money fantastic kind on of commentary yeah uh what else do we have i'm trying to figure out i feel like we're getting nikki cross back i feel like that's been the theme throughout the week she took off the mask in the background and threw it at dewdrop i hope yeah. we turned dude and I, I wish we turned dewdrop back back to piper nevin but that ain't happening oh um, well,
2: well mark still calls her piper so some, i mean some people are still holding on to it
0: look i've held on to walter for a long time i've called him goon this entire show like i'm finally giving in the man doesn't even look like walter anymore he looks like a Gunther, like he's body transfer na- transformation but nxt 2.0 it was it was okay tyler yeah. bates a star obviously yes. they, they they they're they on the come up next week will be interesting to see i hope they get rid of the 2.0 and just call it nxt because mm-hmm. we don't need an nxt 3.0 <laughs> no
2: no but i'm with you I've, i have a feeling right that when we circle back around in maybe six months and we're doing these shows and we're talking about our weekly winner, uh, I think we're going to be looking at an entirely different NXT. And that's a good I thing. hope so. I yeah, hope so. Yeah, I do too. Well, it feels like that's where we're trending and um, that's all we can ask for. And I'm glad actually that the, the problems on the main roster are getting fixed before anything else, because that's what, you know we all pay attention to probably the most i think for the most part i'm not breaking any new ground there telling you anything you don't know but uh it's good to see the improvements and nxt get on the right side of well our history and what we would like to see speaking of getting on the right side of history (laughs) did not envy tony khan heading into wednesday and dealing with what he had to deal with over sunday the press conference bro vacating the trios championships and the aew world championships leading into the show that was with the hook that's what you know tune in we're going to tell you exactly what we're going to do um historic show on wednesday for a lot of different reasons but mainly that
0: (laughs) yeah you know it's it's crazy because people were like this is the end you know the wwe marks this is the end of aew and it's like are you saying the same thing about the ufc like cut it out Right. like shit happens right yeah actually people fight things happen dude If you're if you're on the WWE side of things and you're saying this is the AEW, end of AEW, you guys just had your the 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 CEO using company money to pay off his sexual exploits. Like stop it, stop it, stop it. Nothing allegedly,
2: allegedly, but yes. Sure, allegedly. We'll throw (laughs) that. So it's the, like stop flippant, The flippant delivery of that Sure you're like yeah sure okay yeah, me, yeah, you, yeah. you stop short of giving me the okay sign Like okay yeah. pat me on the back and send me on my way
0: We <laughs> all we all know better But I will say the AEW has now crafted Their own Dark Side of the Ring Because it is absolutely happening oh, yeah. All Out Weekend Dark Side of the Ring Vice get on it because we need to have all the behind the scenes Do- And the Dewey? reenactments Do we because I feel like that two
2: minute clip That made the rounds on Twitter of the superimposed <laughs> Dark Side of the Ring bro Whoever did that give them a short form emmy i don't know what like we need like a social media awards do we not yeah do we do. we like a universal all-encompassing i don't know you know what curator needs to handle that sort of responsibility someone needs to put on a world social media awards though and i don't know where if like a pro wrestling or a combat sports would have an entry but that cm punk
0: mashup oh my god that it was hilarious incredible so dynamite was a great rebound oh like, it was they- the MJF promo to start where he had the fans on his side and then he just demolished them when Moxley came out and called him on his shit was fantastic. The trios match was great. Yep. We're going to talk. I, I, we have to talk about this this AEW title tournament because I feel like there's only one person who can win this tournament. Uh, one? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Brian, Dan- Brian Danielson. He's Moxley? reliable. Moxley? No, no. you can't. He's do not
2: this reli- reliable. He's injured a lot.
0: No, 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 no. Moxley can't win this because what are we doing to Moxley? I can't have him be always be the guy to fill the void when something goes down. Okay. What
2: about about Jericho? There's been a gap.
0: Nope. It's Danielson. It is is Danielson. He hasn't held the title yet.
2: Yes, you're right. He hasn't held the title title. That's one. Two,
0: you know he's going to give you money in all the matches, and that's what you want. Three, if they're in a tough spot, both WWE and AEW are in a strange spot where they're two money in the bank and chip holders. Austin Theory can't, like, cash in because of the, the heat that Roman Reigns has. And you don't want to pull the title off of anybody from MJF right now. It's too soon. You just, you're just trying to crown another champion. But if MJF is going to go over on somebody and give you the ultimate heat, it's Brian Danielson. It doesn't have to be soon. But Jericho's already had this title. Danielson has not. And you know if Daniel has, Danielson has that title and he works Moxley in that tournament final, which I think is going to happen. hmm there's a lot of juice. Like, there's a lot of matchups you could do with Danielson because I'm sure Danielson doesn't even want the title. Right. But if you put it on him, we're going to get some bangers out of him. I, I just don't want Moxie. I don't want Moxie to be known as that guy that when shit goes wrong, let's put the title on him real quick to take it off. Of. Don't do that to Moxie.
2: I completely understand. I know where you're coming from with that. My only counter to that, and it doesn't bring me any joy, but you got to think like a businessman. You have to. And Tony Khan is at a real pivotal point right now. And he needs to do something important, putting the strap on an injury prone guy like Danielson, you could be right back at at, at square one. And that hurts me to say, but you gotta be a realist Danielson. He has to, there's gotta be a concern there. Andreas, you're, you're, you don't want to be stuck at, at back at the same place that you are, you know, on Sunday night.
0: True, true. But I would say like, Anybody can get injured on this roster right now. Oh, and Danielson, sure. yes, he's coming that's, off that's, of an injury.
2: It's ND. a fair. It's, I know there's like the counter that Tony Khan wanted yeah. to be if he's listening right now, but you're not wrong. And, <laughs> I,
0: and I think, and I think Danielson holding the AEW title is good business. It's good yes. visually. It's going yeah. to bring ratings. It's going to bring people to live shows. Like him main eventing full gear will be excellent. Okay. But AEW did have a good re- rebound show, and then Swerve teasing the heel turn by cutting off the acclaimed. That was well done yep i like that there there is so much there which i think swerve quietly might be one of their best signings through this whole like flood of wwe talent because he's got it all he has the whole package and he can and they showed in that match he can read the crowd oh yeah you guys got the acclaim all right i'm gonna play heel in this and i'm gonna play very well yeah dynamite was really good it really, really was.
2: Show. It really was. I had someone that tweeted me on Twitter, tweeted me on Twitter. No shit, Ryan. That's what would happen on Twitter. Um, <laughs> You said that, you know, if, if Monday or Friday isn't your weekly winner, you know, it's a wash, like it's a joke. And I'm like, dude, did you watch Dynamite? Like, I'm just saying, like, I, I agree. Like, it's a really close running for weekly winner, yeah. but I, I you just kind of broke it down. Trios championship match, right? MJ or MJF promo. How about the Moxley promo? Now you know. Now is the time, essentially, to be a legend, is what he said. Like that shit hit all the fields. and that and, it, huh? bro, we
0: we didn't even mention yet. We mentioned it earlier, but this this show ended with Daniel Garcia versus Wheeler Yuta. Yeah.
2: And it had Brian Danielson versus Adam Hangman Page, which might have got spoiled a little bit from Chris Jericho, <laughs> but they tried to handle it again. I don't even give a shit. Like, listen to what we're talking about. Those two promos, the trios championship match, world title eliminator between Danielson and Page, and then Wheeler Yuta and Daniel Garcia in a pure championship match that, oh, yeah, was begun and started by West Side Gun rapping Daniel Garcia to the ring in Buffalo. Like, I know that's kind of in our wheelhouse, but get freaking real. That was an A show.
0: It was a fantastic show, and the Daniel Garcia story be- continues to be one of the most intriguing because it's very obvious to anybody watching that they are high on Daniel yep. Garcia. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and he's he's a tremendous talent. Now and you think in his hometown? Yep
2: fantastic it was awesome it was awesome license to print money now you talk about great stories we go over to Thursday one of the more intriguing stories happening right now uh, Mickey James our own Mickey James busted open what is going to be happening with her in the future of her career speedball doing his thing on Thursday nights I bring up Mike Bailey regularly Eddie Edwards having his shine in the main event again access TV I know it's not everyone has access but I think impact does a great job through YouTube through impact plus through everything and the ways that they allow you to consume their product they're going to be back in vegas coming up here in october they just announced that uh andreas impact continues to be an unsung hero of the pro wrestling world and it's been that through different points whether they were tna or impact i just i can't give enough credit to that uh organization and what they're able to continuously do there's lows and there's highs and there's lows and there's you know peaks and valleys but uh right now is a really good time for impact i feel like
0: yeah they're the model of consistency and shout out to shane taylor who found his way into it Impact as well. Shane has been fantastic. I've always liked watching Shane work. So to see him in Impact as well was great. Impact, if you need consistency week to week, just watch Impact.
2: Yeah. Well, you talk about consistency. And for the last month, Friday Night SmackDown has been absolutely consistent from start to finish. We've been talking a lot about the honorary Oos, Sami Zayn. I feel like that has a lot to do with it. But I mean, just last night, we didn't even talk about Hit Row and Street Profits teaming together to go against the maximum male models and Los Lotharios. And, uh, the you know, we had a pip, uh, uh, showing uh, from uh, Braun Strowman, uh, Solo Sokoa making his main roster. Today. View cross closing down the show and a lot of fun shenanigans in between. And oh, yeah, the brawling bl- brutes at Imperium kicking off the show, uh, in an absolute banger like 25 minutes back and forth in a six man tag, which you don't get that often. Friday, for me, Dre, it's really for me, it's probably Friday Night Smackdown and uh, Dynamite where we sit right now,
0: yes, yes, because Rampage was cool, yeah, was Sammy cool. Sammy Guevara and Darby, Darby yep. Allen was solid. Samojo coming back with cool, Yep. just wasn't a, like Dax and Claudio had a great match. But yeah, to me, it's SmackDown and Dynamite.
2: Yep. Yep. So we have come to that time. We have, we have gotten through it. We've ran down the shows. I said that when we started this, I was leaning dynamite and Dre. I don't think my mind has changed. You think about the MGF promo. You think about the Moxley promo. You think about the way the show kicked off in terms of in-ring with the trios championship. You think of the way it closed with the great uh, pure championship match between Daniel Garcia and Wheeler Yuta. And then yeah. A bunch of awesomeness in between with danielson and hangman page the acclaimed doing their thing uh tony storm was in action i just it was minutiae it was a matter of just a couple things but i think for me and my taste and yeah you know what i'm gonna be honest maybe having the fly god west side gun show up and create that moment in buffalo wrapping daniel carcia down the ramp that might have put it over for me i don't know but my weekly winner is dynamite this week
0: yeah, mine too. Mine too. Yeah. Go ahead, Twitter, fill me up. Go ahead, tell me. Bro, sad. Like we're Go like, ahead. cause we
1: know it's coming, w. Mark. Yeah,
2: know yeah. you, Mark. Tony Khan's got you on the payroll.
0: Shut up. Yeah, i Look, wish Dynamite, I was on the payroll. Di- yeah, I wish. I, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be on this show if I was on the that's payroll. that's Right. If I was on a, you know, a billion-dollar payroll, yeah, yeah,
2: you'll you'll never hear from Brian. I'll delete my Twitter. I will be a ghost. I don't give a shit.
0: But I, <laughs> Dynamite gets the edge for me. I, I, I SmackDown was great. I didn't. It care. was. We haven't even talked about it, but I didn't care for the Ronda Rousey. Very predictable. (laughs) Her domination in that elimination match to face Liv Morgan. I didn't necessarily care for that. I thought the stakes were higher for for Dynamite and they could have fell flat on their face if they had a bad show. And I think they pulled it out, especially that last hour, those two matches and the MJF promo was gold along with moxley the the only thing i didn't tony Storm match was whatever but yeah this is like a minor blemish on a great week of pro wrestling again these are not easy decisions no which is good
2: because when we were doing this before it was like yeah dynamite's the winner duh let's move on and get through this no this is i can be swayed i want to hear from the listeners maybe they're seeing something that we're not seeing 877 fight 93 you know the number uh but yeah no for 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 a, a, a good stretch of time there, there wasn't much competition. At least, again, art is subjective, Dre. But for a while there, for my tastes, one must competition. I can't say that now. The whole world is burning in terms of pro wrestling. Everything's fun.
0: Yeah, you're making me think WWE. Yep. Like, and, and I'm glad. Like the last time I was on the show, I picked Raw. So it's 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 up in the air from week to week. It's not as predictable as it once was, and which yep. is good. Like people will say that's the demise of AEW. That's ridiculous. It's just competition. Tony just has to deal with competition. And I yep. just want to see how he fares with it.
2: Yeah, he's going and- to deal with competition outside his company and inside his company. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that part. Uh, hey, man, like I know he's a fan. You know, he that's the thing is yep. like being a fan and being a forum kid and going through what he went through as being basically one of us. I think Khan's your exact age and he's only a couple yep. years older than I am. Um, you know, he knows. He, he knew this was going to come. Now he just has to figure out how he's going to deal with it. Like he knows the way that I, there, I do not believe for one second that he is naive to the way he has looked by some talent in terms of a payday, oh. in terms of a check, he knows that that's what it is, and he's just navigating these waters, and I I have a complete and utter faith in him, because at the end of the day, he is a pro wrestling fan, which is more than I can say for some people that have been in power uh, across the board in the, in the business of professional wrestling, so much to the point to where they wouldn't even call it professional yeah.
0: wrestling. Yeah, and the thing is, it's about management styles, right? Yep. He took a different approach, right? Yep. He was friends with with the, the, his favorite wrestlers. And yep. he found out now, he's at, like, shit, I got to turn heel on the locker room. Ultimately, what's got to happen? You have to be the boss. Yep. You cannot concede to your talent. The things that, that happened at that media scrum can't happen again. No. Like, you, you have to take the reins, and, and you have to figure these things out. But it's management styles, because it worked for a minute. But it's just how it is. It's always going to be some pitfalls with your management style. Yep. He's got to make some adjustments, and if he can adjust well, he'll be fine.
2: Yep. And the respect is there, so I have no, uh, I have no doubt that the ship will get righted in due time. But yeah, it is a, uh, it is a chaotic period right now for AEW. But you know what? What did I say? Uh, I think I said it on Twitter that drama is business, and business is good, right? Like we yep. were counting down the minutes for Wednesday to kick off for Dynamite, and uh, the show delivered. It is our weekly winner. All right. Andrea said he didn't like what he saw from Ronda Rousey last night. Well, it was a little bit predictable, but what does that mean for the future? We also got a shout out to Nate Diaz from Ronda Rousey on the show last night on Friday Night Smackdown. And yeah, we're going to talk a little UFC as well as we come to a close in this third hour, because man, it has been a wild week in combat sports. It's not even a week removed from that wild all out presser where, I mean, shit was flying. People were getting bit. Well, yeah, you could translate that over to the UFC because... Because this, well, I don't know if the same thing happened, but brawls were happening at the UFC and the entire fight card got switched around. If you were not an MMA fan, that's okay because we are here in Vegas and we are going to fill you in on the drama that is happening over there as well. Press conference drama, bottles getting thrown, people getting kicked, people getting bit. We wouldn't have it any other way. We were busting
1: open on a Saturday. (laughs) It open as part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Mary Balon. Special thanks to Sirius XM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and Sirius XM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas.